Hello, friends. Welcome to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. So today's episode, I am going to give you a little pep talk here about how you can best step into your role as a CEO and build a business that lasts. So I've been doing this whole business thing as a solo entrepreneur for the last eight years, and I have learned the hard way about stepping up as a CEO and then falling down the stairs super fast because I wasn't fully prepared to actually be a CEO. Chief legal officer is not someone who wears all the hats. While you may think it sounds like that, a CEO is someone who manages a team so that their business can flourish without just them doing everything. And this can often get overlooked. So what I want to give you in this episode is a few tips on how you can best step into that chief executive officer role when you are ready to start delegating, outsourcing, and fully working on your business instead of in it. Okay, so without further ado, let's just get into this episode, Legal Pagers. You're listening to the Legal Page Podcast, where we chat about life and business with a legal twist. I'm Paige, attorney and photographer helping online businesses and creatives tackle their business dreams without breaking out in hives. No more legal mumbo jumbo. This podcast features simple bite-sized advice that'll have you legally legit in no time. Are you ready? Let's get started. As a reminder, before we get into this episode, I am legally obligated to give my disclaimer. So I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. All legal information I talk about on this episode is intended for the masses and a large variety of different businesses. I am only your attorney when you hire me and we sign an engagement letter for me to work specifically on your legal issues. Please feel free to seek out another attorney in your hometown if you need specific legal advice or contact me for more information. Alrighty, here's the episode, friends. So let's just dive right into all of these tips on stepping into your role as a CEO. I want you to build a business that lasts. That's what I talked about in the intro, and that's what's really important here. So one of the things that I did as a business owner, and most importantly as a CEO, is I hired a team. And what this helped me do was delegate tasks that they could do so I could get back to doing the things that I absolutely needed. And as the only barred attorney that's a part of the legal page, I have to touch all of the things. This is really important just because I do have a professional license, but it's also important because I'm also the face of my brand. So I have to make sure that not only am I getting in front of my audience, but I'm recording all my podcast episodes like I'm doing here. I'm recording all of my YouTube videos. I am making sure that I put the stamp of approval on every blog post. I write all of my contracts. I work with my one-on-one clients, you name it. So those are the things that I need to be working on. And then when you get systems in place and you start delegating to people, you can have people work in your business. And that includes things like managing the different digital channels, setting things up, all of those nitty gritty tasks that need to be done 
for the remainder of your business that you would essentially be working in. And again, you want to be working on your business as a CEO. And we want to manage team members. So you have to make sure that you're organized and you have systems in place, such as weekly meetings. This is something that we did with a legal page. So every Monday we meet and we have about a 45 minute to one hour meeting where we touch base. I go over kind of for the first 10 minutes of the meeting, kind of what I'm working on, what I would suggest for the girls moving forward, and just how we can all work best together. And then my content management team goes and they go over everything that's going out for that week and the next week. So two weeks in advance is usually what we try to prep on our content calendar. And then my legal team goes and they will go over everything that is coming up for one-on-one clients, for the legal page shop, for contracts we're putting out, um, and any other resources that they are working on. So this kind of weekly team check-in has helped us massively. And it's helped me step into my CEO role because it's forced me out of my comfort zone in terms of wearing all the hats and doing all the things. And, and you know, you can, as a CEO, have a tendency to micromanage a little bit and we're all, all susceptible to this. So it's totally okay. But it has allowed me to step back quite a bit from the micromanaging and allow my team to work on the things that they need to work on because every week I'm checking in with them and I know that they're getting the things done that I need them to get done. And then of course, it also helps you ensure that the flow is going to run as smoothly as possible in terms of what you're putting out there to your audience. So if you are running multiple things on social media, multiple email marketing campaigns, if you have lots of different offers that are getting put in front of your audience, as well as you just trying to be you, right? As the CEO, you're trying to build that know, like, and trust factor with your audience. I've learned that when my team really steps in from kind of that third party view, they can tell me, okay, Paige, we have a lot going out this day. We need to move things to this day. Or, you know, if I was watching your social media channel, whether that's our Facebook group or whether that's my Instagram account or whether that's Pinterest or whether that's YouTube, we want to have a consistent flow on there. So we're not just dropping things on people willy-nilly or throwing things against the wall, like spaghetti against the wall and trying to see if it sticks. We have a plan in place to ensure that every piece of content that's going out makes 100% sense. And again, this is another like CEO level thing. We always intend to do this, right? We have the best of intentions, but when you're consistently working in your business and you're wearing all those hats and you're not delegating properly to team members, then you're not looking at your business and working on your business as the CEO, like you really, really need to. And it's going to honestly just mess up everything that you do in your business. So again, this is why delegating tasks and bringing on team members is so vitally important. And then I'm just going to slide in here and say that make sure that when you're working with team members, you also have that all squared away legally. So when you're stepping into your role as a CEO, you need to have those proper contracts in place as you start growing, scaling, and expanding your business. And I'm talking here about independent contractor contracts, and those are the agreements that you will have between you as the CEO and all of your employees or subcontractors and other people that work for your business. 
business. And so when you get to hiring on a virtual assistant or a digital marketing manager or a shop manager or an affiliate manager or a copywriter, make sure that you have specific contracts in place to explain whether they're employees, whether they're contractors, what their roles and responsibilities are, what their pay is, who owns the copyrights to all of the work that they produce for your business, when you can terminate someone or when they can terminate as a contractor for your business, and then all of the other nitty gritty that needs to be in that type of contract as well. So again here, make sure you have team members, make sure that you have systems in place like weekly meetings to ensure that you're not micromanaging too much, but that you can just check in with everyone. And then of course, make sure you have contracts in place before those people actually onboard as team members. So in that same vein is a task management system that works as a CEO. You want to ensure that you're utilizing a system in your business that makes sense, can track what you need it to track, and also that is super efficient, especially when you're wearing that chief executive officer hat and you're managing team members, you're managing everything that's going on in your business. So I just simply want to look at the tasks my team is working on at any given time in the day. I want to see what's going on. I want to ask questions to that specific team member related to that task. And I don't want to involve other team members if I don't have to. And then I just want to move on and go to the next thing that I need to do as a CEO. Oh, hey, Legal Page fam. So if you are listening to this episode and you are getting excited for Black Friday week and you want to ensure that you're 100% legally legit, my friend, I've got you. TLP is having our biggest sale of the year, but you have to be a TLP insider to get the best deals. And I am doing this exclusively for my TLP community, but you have to go join right now at tlpinsider.com. I'm going to give you tons of sneak peeks and exclusive offers starting on Thursday, November 19th. So go to tlpinsider.com to sign up. Again, that's T. LP, as in the legal page, tlpinsider.com. Something super interesting is I've always used Slack to communicate with my team members, and I know many of you do too. And that makes sense for instances where you just need to like text them or call them. It's an easy way to do this just via Slack. You can send documents back and forth. But what I've learned with Slack is that it really doesn't do it all and it doesn't keep track of things. And then we lose things in the mix of all of our communications back and forth. And at this point, you guys, I have a team of about eight people. And even when I had a team of like one to two people, just the amount of Slack conversations going back and forth got really challenging and really complicated really fast. So I have implemented what's called Monday.com and I love it. I want you to just go take a peek at it. If you've ever heard of it, uh, it's a really awesome, phenomenal way to create boards like you would do in Trello and Asana, but I hate Trello and Asana. Like I truly, truly dislike almost to the level of like extreme hate because it got so complicated and I really just, my head couldn't wrap itself around what was going on on all of these boards. But the boards in Monday are very, very linear 
And it's extremely helpful because it allows us to list out all of the tasks related to a bigger task. So all of the subtasks, it assigns those tasks to a specific team member. It sets due dates and times. It links things up like Google Docs. And then that specific team member will see all of their own notifications and their own daily timelines. So when I hop into monday.com, I first look at my notifications. What have people tagged me in related to very, very specific big tasks? And then I know I'm focusing solely on that task and I'm not looking at other things. As a CEO, again, remember you need to work on your business. So all of those subtasks need to be done in order for you to kind of have the final review. And that has allowed me, monday.com has really allowed me to go back in and check things off for the day, especially within my daily timelines. And it'll say, okay, Paige, here's what's on your, you know, to-do list for today. And then I just get to like check things off. So there's no more crossing things off on a to-do list, like a physical notepad to-do list or asking around in my Slack channel, what everyone is working on. This has helped my team tremendously right now, especially since I have an entirely remote team. We can all go to monday.com. We all know where everything's at. You guys, a task management system is so, so important when you're stepping into that CEO role. Again, two big things I want in my growing business is efficiency and teamwork. And monday.com has helped with that, uh, of course, as well as my team meetings too. Another thing that I've done as I've stepped into this CEO role is I've really, really made sure that I have a dedicated office space. You guys, this is key. I know, I know sometimes it's not exactly ideal for a lot of you and it would be best to either work at the kitchen table or your living room or your bedroom, but I solely work from my office when it is time for me to be page of the legal page and be the CEO because I can just walk into and I kind of transform into CEO page when I go through my office doors and that is where I can do all of my day-to-day CEO tasks at my desk. It makes me honestly feel much more like a boss working for my office with two different screens in front of me. And I also make sure that if I'm ever having client calls or I'm ever having Zoom calls with my team or clients for that matter, or just anyone else in the industry, if I'm recording podcasts for other people, I am always solely doing it in my office. And then another tip here is when you're working in your office, don't bring your phone in. I have a basket that's dedicated in my kitchen to where I put my cell phone when I'm doing CEO things in my actual office. Again, it's like this threshold thing. While we use our phone basically 90% of the time for our business, if we are a CEO and we are running a team and we're running a small business is we can oftentimes get into a bad habit of just checking our phone for personal reasons as well, like scrolling or mindlessly doing something on your phone when you really need to be doing things on your computer. So I treat this as if I was working like in a courthouse and I've done this previously for a judge and I remember that I had to 
have my phone basically in my purse at all times, unless it was a break uh, or it was lunchtime or it was an emergency and needed to look at it. So I like to treat my business the same way. And I think we can just oftentimes lose sight of this. We are CEOs and you're trying to wear all the hats, but if you're actually trying to be the chief executive officer of your business, you really need to focus solely on the tasks at hand that are on your desktop and your computer versus what's going on on your little smartphone next to you. So I always suggest just kind of like put those things aside and do the threshold move into your office because let's be real, as a CEO, there's so much going on and you're always having to juggle your team and what you need to do that having extra distractions is never going to move the needle forward like it needs to. So again, have a dedicated office space that's really helped me step into this CEO role. It's really helped me like put on that hat every time I go through my doorway and I always leave my phone outside as well unless I absolutely need to do it. Unless I absolutely need it for something emergent or if I am actually on social media for my business and working on my business as a CEO. This also brings me to investing in yourself and your business. You need to invest in yourself to help step into that CEO role better. I have had to learn from people that know what they're doing and they've learned the hard way. That's why I'm trying to tell you this in this podcast episode as well. I'm giving you a little bit of free advice, but some of the things that I would suggest that you do as a CEO is to be a better CEO is to learn from other CEOs. So I have had two big coaches in my entrepreneurial journey. One of them was a mastermind coach and then one of them was a speaking coach. The mastermind coach was Jenna Kutcher and and this is a group that I was a part of in 2018, kind of as I was getting the legal page up and running. And then I also had Jessica Razdahl come in as a speaking coach for me. I cannot say enough good things about both of these two women. It really helped me work internally on my business and who I wanted to be as Paige, the chief executive officer of the legal page. So Jenna is absolutely lovely. I adore her. She also has many managed a huge team. And so that really helped me get a lot of advice from her on what she would suggest. She is actually the one who suggested monday.com to me. So there's that. I mean, Jenna Kutcher uses it. I use it. It's just better than Asana and Trello. And Jenna and I really had an interesting conversation on the phone one day. I asked her, you know, like, what would you suggest for managing a team? And she, the first thing she said is, oh my gosh, I have tried every task management system possible and I can't stand Asana. I can't stand Trello. They're just way too confusing for me. And I felt like she was speaking to me. I was like, yes. Oh my gosh. Tell me, Jenna. And then she goes, well, I just had kind of my content manager came in and she set up, I think she actually called this person an integrator and she set up monday.com for me. And she's like, Paige, it is like a paid platform, but Honestly, when you pay for things, you end up utilizing them more because you want to get your money's worth out of them. And she just, she's the one who basically scrolled through. She showed me how she set up Monday. And I was like, yes, I absolutely want to use this platform. So yeah, Jenna's the one that kind of told me how to best manage my team, run a team, be a CEO and set up like very efficient task management in place for my CEO role. And then Jessica Rosdahl was the one who kind of helped me be this 
CEO in terms of my appearance and being the face of the brand and stepping into who I am as Paige and how we as the legal page, because people often call me the legal page when I think of it totally separately. I think of it as I'm Paige Griffith. I own the legal page. I'm the lead attorney behind the legal page. And yes, I'm the face of the brand, but the legal page is comprised of all eight of my wonderful ladies that help everything go on from day to day. And so I couldn't do it without my team. And Jessica really helped me kind of step into my speaking role, which has allowed my team to do all of the things that happen after a speaking event. They help prep for my speaking events. They help me with slides. They help me with ensuring that me and the conference organizers are on the same page when I get in. What is my actual topic? What are my slides going to be? And then the team also helps me set up the back end funnel. What's going to happen once I'm done with my talk? What was the call to action? Where am I sending people that listen to my talk? Jessica helped me with all of this. And so just a big shout out to those two who I have invested a lot of money into. Not them in particular, but the resources that they offered and their uh, ability to teach people how to, one, be a better speaker and kind of face of your brand, and two, just how to be a better CEO. So I always suggest that you find something that you can invest into that's going to make you step into that CEO role a lot better. I know, I know, 2020 has gone by in a flash. (laughs) JK, it's been like 100 years. But one of the things that we have learned in 2020 is how necessary being legally legit is as a small business owner. We have all had laser beam focus on our contracts this year, and we're realizing that ensuring our contracts are 100% rock solid is extremely important moving forward. And you guys, the legal page is offering its lowest prices of the season this Black Friday just for you. You can get over 40% off legal contracts, clauses, bundles, and legal courses so that you can move into 2021 on the right foot. But to get bigger discounts than what's released to the public, you have to become a TLP Insider today. All you need to do is go to tlpinsider.com to sign up now. You guys, that's tlpinsider.com, and I'm going to give you the hottest deals of the season first. Let's get the back-end legal part of your business squared away at the end of this crazy year that we've had and just roll into 2021 looking super fly. And then, not to mention, I've also met amazing colleagues inside both of those groups, inside the mastermind and then inside the coaching program that I had with Jess. So meeting those people and having entrepreneur friends who are kind of at the same level as you also helps you run things by them, helps you really like decipher like different hypotheticals or things that you're thinking of for your business. I get on phone calls all the time with friends in the industry because I know that's going to help me be a better CEO. I honestly, I've never really deemed this as anything, but if I were to deem it as something, it would be like my CEO time to call other CEOs and learn CEO things better. So um, I should wrap that up as like CEO phone time, I guess. 
And what I do is I just get on the phone with someone. I'm like, hey, this is what I'm going through. Or, hey, this is a situation that I'm having with a team member. What would you suggest? And when you are kind of going through those various scenarios with someone who has a very, very similar business to you, that helps immensely. I have about three maybe five other female business owners that do similar things to what I do in terms of like uh, running a small business. Okay. They're not lawyers, but they're also running similar online businesses to myself. And we are constantly talking like every day, if not every other day. Uh, And I keep that separate from my business. So I don't email them. I don't Slack them. I just text them. That's more of a personal thing to really boost my ability as a CEO. I want to be better. I'm constantly trying to be a better manager and owner of my business and CEO as a whole. And so to wrap this up, please invest in yourself and your business and invest in really good colleagues in your industry as well. I make sure that I'm going to see them. We're planning vacations together, whether that's workations or actual vacations. And I want to ensure that I maintain those friendships and relationships because it's always, always, always going to be better to fall back on someone that has CEO experience than to fall back on maybe your partner at home who's just probably going to tell you what you want to hear versus actual critical feedback that a lot of my female CEOs in my life have given me. So as you step into this CEO role, you have to understand that you are going to grow. You're going to continue to grow while you're in this position. And it's going to feel challenging. It's not going to be easy. And some days you might end the day wondering what just happened. What did I actually accomplish? But that's okay because what really matters is that you keep going. You keep trying to put on that CEO hat every single day. Show up for yourself show up for your team members, show up for your audience, and show up for your business. You have to get comfortable with new things popping up every single day as a CEO. And I can tell you that having a team meeting, having a task management system, having a dedicated office space, And having that continual investment into yourself as a CEO is going to help you grow as a chief executive officer in your business. And it's going to build your business to last for a long time. That's what we all want at the end of the day, right? We don't just want to like put all of this time and effort into a small business and then have it ultimately, you know, like slowly crumble or slowly deteriorate over time so that in two to three years, you're looking at it and saying, you know, I wasn't the best CEO. I think I want to start this over. I think I need to, you know, go to something else or do something else in, you know, the entrepreneurial space. And I don't want you to be that person. I want you to grow a sustainable and lasting business. And I want you to have your dream team working for you, but you can't do that unless you are an actual CEO, right? I don't want you wearing all the hats. I want to see you on social media as the person that is the face of the brand, the person that's the CEO, and someone that's ready every single day when they wake up to run their business. 
Okay, so I could keep going about growing as a CEO and building a business that lasts, but I really hope this little pep talk just resonated with you. And if you have any questions or you want to talk about stepping into your role a bit more, please just pop over to Instagram. I'm at the legal page, P-A-I-G-E, and I always just try to be super real and authentic on my entrepreneurial journey. I give all kinds of CEO tips on my stories, basically every day. Uh, But I would just love to like continue this conversation on. So hop in my DMs. Let's chat this out a bit more on what you're working on as a CEO in your business or something that you're struggling with as a CEO in your business. And we can really flesh out why being a CEO and stepping into that role is so vitally important to the small business that you run. So thank you so much for tuning in. I will be here same time, same place next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. See, I told you being legally legit isn't so scary. Be sure to visit thelegalpage.com for all show notes. And it would be super awesome if you could head over to iTunes and leave a review. Last but not least, don't forget to join my free Facebook group for unlimited legal and biz Q&A. Chat soon, Legal Pagers. Legal Pagers.